Caleb's heart felt like it was being squeezed. I'm sorry about that. She gripped his hands in hers. No, don't be. I was told when I first woke up that my memory had been erased, and I would get it back when we finished this task. I take it from how you keep looking at me and turning away. We knew each other before. We did. How well did we know each other? Now his heart was being twisted around unnaturally inside his ribcage. He didn't know how much to tell her, or how much he should tell her. Caleb? She snapped him out of his reverie again. She looked up at him with innocent eyes. How well did we know each other? We were very good friends. This must be hard for you. I don't remember you at all. I actually don't remember much of anything. He gripped her hands tightly and gave her a reassuring smile. Don't worry, we will get your memory back, no matter what. She returned his smile. I won't have to live out my days as a scarecrow? Not if I can help it. Dorothy clung to the handrail and stared out at the passing scenery as the locomotive rocketed through Oz. She searched the horizon for something that would jog her memory, any memory, of the life she had lived before waking up this morning. For several hours, the scenery gradually shifted from one type of terrain to another. A few times, they passed close enough to a town to make out the individual stones of the varied buildings and houses, but fortunately for the inhabitants of these cities, their uncontrolled journey did not take them directly through the center of town for any of them. Caleb slammed the firebox shut. Well, that's the last of our coal. All we can do now is wait for this ride to end. They smiled briefly at each other, before they each returned to looking out their respective windows. Dorothy tried to conjure up any feelings she had for Caleb, but came up empty. She tried desperately to remember something, anything from before today, but each time she thought she might have caught a glimpse of some old memory, it faded into oblivion before she could focus on it. She had been put into an impossible situation. She woke up with no memory of who she was or how she got there, with people she never remembered meeting before, telling her who to trust and what to do to get her memory restored. She didn't have any reasons to trust anyone. She also didn't have any reasons to distrust anyone, other than her lack of memories. But was that reason enough to distrust everyone? With the exception of Toto, who had followed her everywhere since she awoke, the three of them were on this quest under one form of duress or another. They were all in this together. But they each had different reasons to be here. And while she couldn't fully understand why this frightened her, it did. However, nothing frightened her more than the Tin Man. Whenever she looked in his direction, she always found herself staring at the sharp, claw-like hands, claws that could cut her in half with a single swiping motion. She shook her head and tried not to dwell on such things. Fortunately, the Tin Man had moved to the roof of the locomotive a couple of hours earlier. He said he wanted to watch the path ahead, to keep an eye out for any signs of trouble. She didn't care why he went up to the roof, as long as it kept him and his claws as far away from her as possible. Whatever programming was used for the Tin Man, she hoped it was not prone to insanity. Why was she thinking like that? She had to be positive if they were going to succeed in their quest. Just as she was trying to banish the negative thoughts from her mind, the Tin Man jumped down into the engineer's compartment, grabbed Caleb in a huge claw, and threw him off the locomotive. Dorothy's scream caught in her throat as the Tin Man reached for her and Toto.